go to Oklahoma. Jason, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin, how you doing, bud? Good. What can I help you with today? Hey, uh, real quick, on that last call, you're uh, talking about maybe teaching his wife or girlfriend uh, how to drive bobtailing. That's not a good idea either if you're running the company plates. That's released to. Oh yeah, I forgot. They got to be real place. careful right yeah, there. Yeah, I, I was. I mentioned the placards, but that would be a case where they would go out and get their own plate rather than using a company plate. Good point. Okay. Good point. Okay, a couple of quick things. Hey, about this Garmin, uh, Garmin seven-inch, uh, seven-inch deal. I'll tell you what, night and day compared to Ram McNally, night and day. Doesn't lock up, doesn't freeze up, doesn't stop working as soon as I need to make a turn or miss one or whatever. It's beautiful. Okay, so let me just And comment. another quick question. Let me just comment because nobody has spent more time bashing Rand McNally for the last five years than I have. Um, I have bashed them up one side and down the other, and I've always said I love their features, but the hardware's killing me. And I'm not even wild about some of their navigation. Now, I do have to say that they have made huge improvements in their last two models. My new model doesn't lock up at all like it used to because of the plug issue that they've had. Uh, the performance is much better. I'm literally running them side by side, Garmin and, and Rand McNally now. And I like the features on the Rand McNally, but the performance is almost identical. I mean, I can't really tell any performance difference anymore between the two. The features on the Rand McNally are actually better. The only thing I still lean towards on the Garmin is I like the navigation uh, better, the user interface part of the navigation. I don't mean how it navigates you down the road and on maps, but getting around the features of the, the unit itself. And some of that is just because I've used Garmin's for so much longer that I know where everything is and it's more comfortable. But after bashing Rand McNally for years and saying how much more I liked my Garmin, I do have to say that Rand McNally has really stepped up their game. Well, actually, my Rand McNally's frozen up right now, so the Garmin's still working. <laughs> which, so, which one do you have? Um, which another Rand, really quick question for you. What now? Which Rand McNally? One of the newer ones? I've got the 710. Uh, it's not the 720. I've got the 710, but, I mean, it'll leave you. God forbid you miss a turn. It'll take oh, 20 minutes to calculate. That, that's, the one I, uh, that's the one I threw out the window and said never again. Uh, but Rand McNally was very... Uh, I've had enough of it. Mm -hmm. They were very persistent. They came to me and they said, we, we know we've heard what you said, but, but you really need to try the new one. We've, and, and they're right. So I, I'm glad they were persistent because the new one I really do like. The Garmin is still a great option. I, I'm starting to lean a little bit more towards my Rand McNally anymore because of some of the features on it. But... Uh, let me get back to you right after the break. I hear the music playing, so uh, I'm going to get to this break, but we'll be right back with more stuff, so don't go away. You're on the Road Dog, Sirius XM 146. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. The website is letstruck.com. We're going to get right back to some phone calls. Let's. Uh, I'm going to go back to Oklahoma. Jason, you still with me? Yes, sir, I am. All right. So enough of the. Hey, I have GPS. another question. Yeah. On the, go ahead. 
Well, on the PSP uh, air pressure monitoring system, is there any way that you can get the one made for super singles, meaning six sensors, and then use cat eyes and actually screw it onto the single fill for the dual tires? Uh, let me think that through. And I, I want to clarify, it's TST, Truck Systems Technologies. Um, so you've got... I'm sorry. That's okay. You've got duals. So what you want to do is put a cat's eye on the dual and then just put one sensor per two wheels. Is that what I'm hearing? Correct. I was thinking about doing it, just putting a Y, but the problem is if I lose one tire, the other one's going to go flat. But by running the cat eyes, it automatically cuts the air pressure loss when it gets down to 90 PSI on whichever tire loses it. I haven't thought so about it. by running the yeah. uh, sensor on that single. I haven't thought about it before. Yes, you can buy six sensors. So that that's the answer to that part of the question. You can order the system and then you buy as many sensors as you want. So you can buy sensors just for a tractor. Okay. You can buy sensors for a tractor and trailer. You can buy sensors for a tractor and two trailers. So, yeah, you can pick and choose how many sensors. And I can't think of any reason why that wouldn't work. Okay, okay. And another little thing, uh, a lot of companies now are starting to listen to their drivers. Uh, we started up a little group called CAB. Uh, it's Contractor Advisory Board. We help out with the newer people that come on board to the company as lease operators, or at least to the company. And uh, the biggest thing right now is just getting them to slow down. You would, you would be or actually probably wouldn't be surprised. Oh. Yeah. You know, I, I drive 57 miles an hour everywhere I go, and they come blown by me like I'm sitting still and complain about not making money. And if you talk to them about 57, just they, getting people to slow down. they look at like you like you have three heads. Oh, oh they freak out. Tell me they're not going to get anywhere. <laughs> I know. I know. Except that they're at the same places that I have to go to. Exactly. No, I, I agree. Uh, no question. It's good to see I, I, 15 years ago. I started doing seminars at carriers, going in and doing, you know, seminars for their owner operators. And I would also work with the carriers to try to help them improve their owner operator program. And I was talking about mentor teams, advisory boards. I, I was talking about that stuff 15 years ago. And the carriers were looking at me like I had three heads. Uh, so I gave up working with carriers. I don't do that anymore. I stopped doing it a long time ago. Uh, occasionally, if I get the right invitation and somebody has a big enough check, uh, I will go speak at a carrier event, but I don't do it very often, and I don't look for the work. Most of the time, I turn it down. Uh, the good news is now, since I don't want to do that kind of stuff, I can put a ridiculously high price on it, and that turns most people off, and once in a while, somebody will pay it, which... If they'll pay that much money, I'll go talk. 